Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second season of For the Love of Books podcast featuring Indian small press authors with host Emma Polova. I would like to thank our sponsors, Doc Chavant and The Low Ledger, who has been bringing you homegrown stories for more than 120 years. Today, I will be chatting with special guest Diana Duell, who is the biggest supporter of indie authors in the whole wide world. And we're grateful for that. I first met Diana in the pre-COVID era at the Lakeshore Art Festival in Muskegon in 2019. She was hauling a cart full of books on a very hot Saturday. She stopped at my booth and asked about my books. The rest is history. Ever since, we've been running into each other and most of us Michigan festivals with her famous cart full of books. And now I'm pleased to have her as a special guest on for the Love of Books podcast. Hello, Diana. How are you? I'm great. Um, How are you? I'm awesome. Tell us, why do you support indie authors in this very unique way that you basically buy all our books? I do. Um, I love to read. And I had started a collection. I didn't even know it was a collection when I started it, but I had picked up a few books at art fairs. And then I found a big event and just talked to everybody about their books and ended up buying something from almost everybody there. And so it began. <laughs> which, one, which one was it? This first one? Which was um, the first books I bought were um, just onesie twosie books from a couple different authors I found. But there was a big event at the Fronthal in Muskegon with all Michigan yeah with all Michigan authors and it was during the art fair and that's where I always go and I just I fell in love with that then and liked all the books and I'm still reading them all and collect more every year cool what inspired you to do this I had read um, traditionally published authors and was just keeping up with them and I was looking for something new and um, I like to support local businesses and local people with their crafts, and this seemed like a really good way to do it. Great way. Have you ever wanted to be an author yourself? Never an author, but I've thought about being an editor. <laughs> Naturally, right? Right. <laughs> Will you ever do it? Become I've, an editor. I've tossed it around a little bit. I've talked to a couple people that I know, and it's something I might try. How many books, indie books total, do you have? And from how many authors? I was trying to count the authors. There's probably 50 to 60 authors. And I have a two B red pile that's 350 and a red pile of 171. Oh, wow. You have a lot of reading to do. I do. All right. Do you have a preferred genre? Um, I like, it depends on my mood. Um, I like cozy fiction and I like um, romance fiction and historical fiction and sci-fi. And I've even read a few poetry books and I, I kind of like those too and short stories. And it just depends on my mood. I usually have a couple books laying around. One I read before I go to bed and one I have in my purse for when I'm like in between spots and those are usually the short stories or the poetry books okay and who are your favorite authors and why first let's talk about traditional and then about non-traditional so, okay uh, 
I started with Anne Rice in college mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed her Vampire and the Witches series and I really enjoyed those and then as I got out of it a little bit I found um Sue Grafton and Janet Ivanovich and um those type of mysteries that have the same characters and they kind of go they continue on I like those um and then um I just kind of was looking for new people and discovered all the local authors Mm -hmm. so then I found um um Ingar who writes the circus books and I really Mm -hmm. like those and then um there was um Marion Chard has her Q series and I like those books and D.A. Reed I love her adult books and her young adult books they're both very good and they have a lot of messages in them that are good for everybody and Andrew Allen Smith he's just a fun guy and I love his books too I like his stories um so it's just there's so many different people out there so you're not afraid to explore uh, new authors let me put it this way you do no. venture out you love I doing do. that that's awesome we need more people like you <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm famous at some of the art fairs around here <laughs> people you. What have you learned from these authors and their books, the ones that maybe you have mentioned? What have you learned about them, from them, and about their books? Um, from D.A. Reed's books, her young adult books, um, some of the topics she covers, I didn't realize there was so much of an impact in West Michigan. Mm-hmm. And she kind of brought some of that stuff to light. So that kind of helped me there. Um, in her adult books, I know I'd never want to be on her bad side. <laughs> She's very creative. <laughs> and um, same with Andrew. He's a great guy and just, he's fun to talk to, but what reading some of his books and seeing some of the, the, the more violent scenes and stuff like that, you know, you don't want to be on his bad side, but I could never picture him like that. I mean, that's just, that's just the writing. <laughs> Isn't it? kind of special to know these books and their authors in person it is and I try to see where the real person is in the book (laughs) do you find that real person in the book quite often you do right sometimes I do yes (laughs) that's funny not too many people can say that (laughs) So which festivals do you go to? Which are among the favorite ones, the bigger ones? Um, my favorite ones are the Lakeshore Art Festival in Muskegon because that's where I'm from. Um, that's where I live. So and I, it's always around um, the 4th of July. So I always make sure I have that weekend or that Friday of that event off so I can spend the whole day there. And I, I'll walk through the rest of it, but I spend most of my time at the book, <laughs> the book tents. <laughs> So why should people support indie authors? It's supporting local businesses is always has become so much bigger. And what a better way to support a local business than supporting a local author, just like you would support someone that had a small business of their own, um, be it Tupperware or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, or paintings, art you know, crafts, that kind of stuff. I mean, writing a book is a craft also, and you got to support those people too. And a lot of you, 
lot of you authors that are in the indie author realm are very talented and there's just so much good material out there it's hard to you know stop my collection because I know a lot of them are so talented and I always go pick up the next book it's like I need the next one <laughs> so tell us about your library once you posted a photo of your new library on Facebook it's amazing tell it us is. About that library well I had a five shelf bookcase that I was using and I would I double stacked the shelves and the ones I had read were in the back and the ones I hadn't read were in the front. Well, it started to overflow and I was all over the floor. And so I, <laughs> I had a big space, big empty wall in the back of my living room. So I had built-ins built in. So now I have three six shelf bookcases that are 30 inches wide a piece. And so now you're all on there. And I still have to push the ones I've read in the back and the ones I haven't in the front, just because my collection's so big. But, um, no, I, I love it and can't wait to fill the, those shelves up. And do you mainly purchase paperbacks or do you go Kindle? Mainly paperbacks. I like the, the feel of the book. I, I'm an engineer. I'm on the computer all day long. I don't want to <laughs> stare at a screen at night to read. So I, I prefer the, the book. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So what does a good book mean to you? What would you compare a good book to? Um, a good book is um, one that makes me think and feel and I can picture the characters and, you know, I just, I can feel myself living in that story and I just, I don't want to put it down. I want to keep reading. That is a good story. So in your opinion, what does constitute a good story? What makes a good story? Um, there's got to be... Um, a meaning behind what's going on. I mean, it can't just be for whatever reasons. There's mm -hmm. got to be a, a, a true story in there to where you can feel that you can relate to the characters and say, well, yeah, I can picture that. Or I would do this this way. Or just a great story is just something that you can escape into and really see and picture in your mind and some of the stories I read, you just can't follow along or you can't pick up the characters and they're, they're harder to get through. And so, but every time I read a book, I always let the author know. I try to find them on Facebook or their websites or whatever to let them know what I thought of their books. And some authors that I know more, um, that I'm more familiar with than others, I will even send them their typos <laughs> that I find. <laughs> So do you write a lot of reviews? Do you give a lot of feedback to authors or? I do. I try to leave a review on Facebook, Instagram, and Goodreads. Um, I don't buy most of my books through Amazon, so it usually doesn't let me leave reviews there. Okay. Um, and uh, do you like also movies based on books? If you were to um, compare the two, a good movie based on a good book, how do you feel about that? I would rather read the book most of the time. There were a few, um, like, let's see, the Twilight series. I read mm -hmm. that and watched all the movies, and they were good. Both, I liked both of them. Um, the Hunger Games, I read the books, and then I saw the movies. And the movies made some of the things in the book I couldn't quite get my head wrapped around a little more clear. So sometimes you just need that extra visual but most of the time I prefer the book 
So do you consider yourself a very visual person? Um, probably, yes. I need to see something to understand it and grasp it and things like that. What are you going to do when you run out of room again? <laughs> I have a whole basement to remodel yet. <laughs> so you'll never run out of room, right? Well, hopefully not. Okay, and I ask this question of authors too. What is the most bizarre or interesting event that has ever happened to you at one of these festivals? Whether talking to authors or talking to other people or watching other people, what they do? Well, um, most of the time it's now that I've got my collection established and a lot of you guys know who I am, um, just hearing what people say, it's like, oh, she's going to buy all your books, like the new authors who are there. It's like, oh yeah, you'll, you want her on your side because she's going to buy all your books and she'll, she's, she's our favorite person type thing. But the first time when I hit that event at the Franta, I had bought so many books and I had parked, you know, like a few blocks away because it's during an art festival. So it's like, how am I going to get all this? And one of the authors there, um, CJ Coombs, let me borrow his cart that he had brought all his books in to get the books that I bought to my car because I had bought probably 60, 70 books. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Whoa. Which is now why I have the wagon. <laughs> yes, the wagon. <laughs> and do you budget money for your books or you will just spend any money necessary, any amount of money? <laughs> um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I try to keep it reasonable, but I do. It's it's my disposable income. It's my vacation money. It's my, you know, it's my extra spending money that I have. And oh, yeah. it's, I probably spend a thousand dollars a year on books. Yeah. I believe that easily, yeah. right? Oh, easily. easily. Yeah. But it's three, three, $400 every time I go to a festival. But that's money well spent. It is. Books. I do. And I enjoy yourself, it. In a way on yourself, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, Diana, would you like to read to us a passage from your favorite book? And whoever guesses the author and emails me at emmapolova at yahoo.com will win a surprise book. I would be happy to. Um, I just read this book when I was on vacation a week ago, and I really liked the book. And so it was handy for me to pick a chapter to read. So... Um, this is chapter 21, so I'm starting in the middle of the book. Okay. The butterfly told a different story. It was once just a caterpillar, slowly making my way. Oh, I was once just a caterpillar, slowly making my way through life at the speed of a crawl. It was just crawl to a leaf, eat from it, crawl to the next one, day after day. And then one day, out of nowhere, something inside me said to stop and make a cocoon. I did it, although I had no idea why. I covered myself up from the tip of my head to the very last legs, walling myself away from the world. Were you scared? I asked her. Very, the butterfly confessed. I was in that dark place for so long, and I was falling apart, literally. At one point, I was only a bit of goo with just enough of a mind to remember who I was. Yes, it was scary. She paused for a moment, as if remembering that time. I had no idea what to expect, she continued. I just had to trust that the voice inside knew what it was doing and did it i asked so caught up in the story i forgot that i already knew the answer 
Well, what do you think? She asked me as she opened and closed her wings several times to show them off. They were beautiful, all orange and black with millions of tiny spots of white. Your wings are lovely, I confessed, but it's not about how they look, is it? I asked her, it's about what they can do. You are a wise tree for one so young, she told me, and I felt proud. I was, in fact, much older than her if you went by the number of days we'd been alive. But of course, life isn't measured by days. It's about where you are in your own life's journey. Everything in the forest has its own timing, and I knew very well that this butterfly was my elder. What does it feel like, I asked. I asked next to fly wherever you want. It's, it's, it's glorious, she finally replied. The freedom. I can't explain it to someone who has never felt flight. I thought about telling her that I have flown back when I was a seed with my brother beside me, but I knew that wasn't quite the same thing. And honestly, I didn't want to taint my memory by sharing it with someone else. Very nice. Thank you. You're welcome. We're always looking for great people like Diana to support us in bringing great literature to everyone. You can become a sponsor of For the Love of Books podcast or a featured guest. Parting shots. You go first, Diana. You are my guest. To all you authors out there, just keep writing and I promise I will keep buying. (laughs) That's a promise, right? It's a promise. (laughs) Okay, my parting shots. Read indie, buy indie, and write indie. Read your local newspaper for inspiration. Keep your fingers on the keyboard and your butt in the chair. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.